Hey guys, Joel here with Backwards Brothers. I'm with my man Tony, and it is so great to be back. Um, we had a few technical difficulties right off the bat, and um, <laughs> yeah. All and, I have to say is I miss you, man. Uh, yeah. It was so good to have Tommy Walker here. <laughs> yes, but to have my broski back in the seat with me, COVID stricken, whatever <sighs> stricken, it's great to have you back. As a matter of fact. I decided that I was going to bring you something different. Oh. You've had COVID. You've been sleeping a lot, probably, a, a, right? A lot, a lot. And so you probably need a coffee to wake you up. Yes, yes. You got a microwave because because uh, real Backwoods Brothers don't drink cold coffee. Oh! oh. oh I mean, I guess, you know. I guess Metro Backwoods over here might. Look at the glasses. Bling! Okay, anyways, <laughs> it's so good to have you back, man. Yes, brother, I missed you, man. It's good. Uh, I was on vacation. Yeah. And then, and then last You brought week, back something? Yeah, what? I brought... I, went out, I was I was fine. No, it wasn't that. I, I Yeah, I was fine. Okay. We wanted to dispel every myth, you know. <laughs> yeah. The, the day we got back, we mm -hmm. started getting sick. Wow. And then we um, we did, we got a home COVID test and found out we had COVID the next day, and then we ended up going to the hospital later. Yeah. We're going to uh, spend <clears> some time talking about that. Yeah, we have a lot to talk about the COVID... Yeah. The COVID care health system, yeah, and the whole stuff. That's, that's what we're talking today because there, that system is fucked up from the ground up, and you won't believe the things that we had to go through just to get my wife care. So that that is a real thing, and I'm laughing, but this is gonna, you're going to hear some real talk today. Real yeah. talk. Not that you don't hear it every time mm. you tune into us. Hopefully, you're liking, you're sharing, you're subscribing, you're adding to the numbers every day by telling oh, everybody yes, there's two cool, cute-looking guys on the internet, internet, cute. cute right here that we talk real talk. So nationwide, real talk. Yeah, we we actually have people watching from. Um, We've seen people come from New York, mm -hmm. Texas, Louisiana, yeah. and a bunch of the middle states as well. Texas. I, I think I counted like 12 or 12, 15 states now we actually have. Now, there's not a ton in there, but they are growing little by little. Yeah. Speaking of states, yeah. can you like give us a little bit of update on the red wave? Oh, yeah. Do you mean where Virginia just went red? Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 so uh, we had the, uh, a, a Republican governor, yep. a Republican uh Assistant governor, yes, and a Republican DA just won, and I got, I believe I saw a couple of house seats were also won in Virginia, swinging it to a red state. But you know what? We really are not sure about that because all the counts are not in for, of dead people. Oh yes, we, yes, we do got to count the dead people, well, we the count illegal the pe aliens, and all the other people. Oh uh, yes, but so it's still the jury's out, but it, no, yeah, actually, it's, it is red. It, it's in yes. And what about and also, Jersey? I heard Jersey too. I haven't, yeah. I haven't, I haven't got the final numbers on Jersey, uh -huh. but last I heard, they were taking it pretty heavy. Um, in the red area. Why do you think it's going red? Uh, because people are just tired of the shit and stuff like what I'm going to talk about tonight. Okay. So, but yeah. I, and I know you had something a little bit to talk about for a couple of minutes yeah. before we jumped into the COVID side. Yeah. You know what? Um, actually, we had Tom Walker on three weeks ago and uh, it was great to have him co-host. <clears throat> this morning, uh, there was a post. He works with the Gresham Police and there was a post that uh, came out and I want to actually read it because you know um, this is not just a Gresham thing this is a Portland thing this is a nation thing not only is our healthcare system um, really kind of crumbling on, under the pressure of whatever we also have our the police department doing the same thing and it's because of external factors um, so one of the things that was sent to me or sent uh, was online I want to read it's basically some Gresham police changes and practices some of them are not really unheard of um but i want to tell you some of the changes that are coming down uh the pike like parking problems uh there are the parking problems there <laughs> are hazards associated with parking problems and that, uh, that, that is such a first world issue that is a first world issue but but un okay so unwanted with no alleged crime or disturbance. So basically what that means, that's the second one. Basically what that means is um, there is going to be, um, if there's no fight, uh, there's no trespassing, then there's no need to call the police. Okay. Um, parenting issues uh, with no alleged crime. So people don't call the cops to parent. Okay. Um, yeah, the yeah. other thing. You do your own parenting. I mean, yes. Come on, your, that, that should be. But drunk or high with no alleged crime. If you're drunk or high in public, don't call. Don't call. 
phone call. There's bigger things to deal with. Mental health issues with no alleged crime. No, no alleged crime is the key word there. But mental health issues, that's going to be taken up with other uh, uh, entities, maybe. Um, so you're going to have to act actually do some further research because I don't want to give anything out of place or I'm going to have to deal with Tommy myself and that will be scary. Uh, he's my best. He, he's my best um, source for this. So uh, anything uh, at uh, anything um, at a long-term care facility with no alleged crime. We've got multiple requests for you to lose the glasses. Dang it, guys. <laughs> I can only see it. Okay. It's, it's glaring or multiple. something. Multiple. <laughs> Sorry, guys. You can't see my eye. Okay. Well, you want to see my eye? Look into my eye. Okay. Uh, welfare checks that consist of a man down. No check unless there is a hazard. Okay. Um, OCs, which is investigators... Uh, is are no longer uh, investigating um, lens bias crimes. I'm not sure what that is, lens bias crimes, but you guys can look that up. Um, auto uh, auto dispatch police to go with medical. That might not be an entity. A suicide with no weapons or no uh, innocent victims reported might be a change to calls there. Uh, party calls like noise complaints. Those might not be answered. Get out the there. hose and just start spraying. Get out the hose and just start spraying. But you didn't hear from Backwoods Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you did. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Hit or run accidents. I want to read this one. It says only dispatch if injuries otherwise online reporting. Okay. For hit and run? So, for hit and run. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, and then uh, any call Welcome where... to the leftist policing... There you go. Agenda. Defund. Defund means lawlessness. So yeah. any call where they there is no suspect information. It, it sounds like it's coming down to it. Don't call us. We'll call you. Basically. So ID theft, um, misdemeanor, crime, criminal mischief, uh, refer to online reporting. So get your cell phone out and online report. Can they find these on the Gresham Police website? Um, I am not sure. I will look. I have actually the page, and we can repost that. Yeah, let, let's repost that because that sounds like a pretty big list for them to try to go through and remember this. Yes. I have a feeling they're going to want to look at it. Yes, there's one more or two more, and please look at this. So uh, misdemeanor thefts where the suspect has left. Refer to online reporting. Okay. Uh, what about if you have them hogtied in the backyard? <laughs> yeah, good call. Do you have to report it? <laughs> You know, um, accidents. Here's the last one, okay? There's one. Only dispatch non-injury blocking uh, blocking or injury calls uh, will assist with moving vehicles out of the roadway and facilitate an exchange, but will not report, take a report. Only reports on pedestrians, officer involved, and trauma injuries. And the next one, but... Last, transit calls. So if you have people acting up on the bus or the train, don't call. Just uh, look at them funny or something. But there would be no transit security calls. You have to actually refer to the transit uh, security police. For uh, yeah, good luck. Good luck. <laughs> so those are just our changes coming down the pike. And that's what happens when morale's down. There's a shortage and of uh, police officers that um, have really uh, spent their lives wanting to protect and pres uh, preserve uh, life now they're being told to stand down and you lose morale and so therefore you lose people because of that mm -hmm. um, and there's a lot of other states that are offering big incentives for police officers to join them yeah so anywhere other than oregon so yeah i know i've seen some stuff for it around as we were traveling uh spokane's trying to i think trying to skype some of our people out of portland really uh, yeah i saw some signs for it so but so, um yeah, I no. mean, you guys take we'll, we'll post look at that. we'll post that up so you can you can yeah. take a look at that. And I'm sure that's a lot of um, it's not just us. There's a lot of police off uh, police departments around the country that are doing this. This is the same thing. a countrywide thing. This is not just aggression police thing. This is a countrywide thing. And so, so this is where we're this is where we're to, this is what to look forward to under the uh, the leftist leadership. Yeah, and you know when they this, they have no balls to take care of anything. Right. So, well, yeah. what else can we look forward to under leftist leadership? Complete breakdown in healthcare. Hmm. So, but see, some would say the healthcare system was broken already. Oh, it was really broken already. But this is this is something like um, third world. 
Yeah. Third world bad. When, when, very, when, you're, you, when right you're getting that. your treatment in a parking lot, it's the <laughs> third world bad. So um, I wanted Can to I just say that real fast before you yeah. get there. I took my, yes, folks, I had the vaccine. Um, I took my vaccine in a parking lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As a matter of fact, it was very different. It was like one of the movies that you'd watch, like, um, oh, what's that movie? Contagion. Uh, huh? Contagion. Contagion. Yeah, Contagion. I cannot watch that, Joel. Because it's like too real life right hey, now. Well, I'm looking for zombies. You know so. what? You, you should also be looking. Uh, watch, Insidious. Watch, there's no, no, there's a movie. Um, Insidious. It's a TV show. TV show called uh, Last Ship. Pretty much about all this. But last the, Shit? The la- <laughs> last Ship. That would be interesting, The Last Ship. That would be no, interesting. The Last Ship. The Last S-H-I-P. S-H-I-P, Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, last Shit. The Last Shit. Yeah, but it's, it's obviously not as bad as what... We're waiting for the last uh, Obviously, the... the the last ship is in a million times worse than what we deal with, but really, you should watch it. Yeah, I will. Is it mm-hmm. on? Where's it on? Oh, I think CBS is CBS. One, owns the, the rights to it. So. All right. Well, the last ship. Okay. Yep. All right. Okay. So, um, get to have you back. Yay! Go for it. I want to talk about COVID. Okay. And the fucked up part of my French. I but the, the messed up. Wait a minute. One more thing. thing. What makes this any different than any other COVID conversation we've had? Um, well, this is because we got a chance to firsthand experience this. That's it. So we have firsthand experience on this. We have friends right now that also are going through the same thing, but in a much worse case for some of them. So um, we went to uh, we 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 contract COVID um, on I think it was Sunday. I want to say the twenty fourth. Um, we were starting to get pretty sick. Uh, we took a test on Monday. Brandy came up positive. I figured I'm positive since she took it. We had the same symptoms. I didn't take my test. Um, we just, we had it there. So we, you know, we, we called the doctor, tried to talk to them a little bit. Basically, the, our doctor, when we called and said, hey, we got a positive COVID test. What would you like us to do? They said, take ibuprofen and drink water. Hmm. Okay. It's a new one. Yeah, that, uh, the common cold. They, they, didn't, they didn't want to the see us. Cold. I thought they it was dangerous. Want, they didn't want to see us. <laughs> Take ibuprofen and drink water. And drink water. Yeah, get get rest. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're like, okay, well, we took ibuprofen, drink water, and, and quarantined. Of course, and, of course, we quarantine. Mm-hmm. They didn't. Even, they didn't even mention the quarantine part, by the way. Oh, we, we had already quarantined ourselves. Right. Um, oh, so, took responsibility. You didn't yeah, have to be told. We that. we quarantined the minute that we thought we had COVID, which was like we started quarantining oh. on Sunday. So common sense was common. Yeah. And you knew if you're sick, you know to isolate. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So well, we, we did that well before any of the other stuff came in. Okay. So um, come come Thursday, we were starting to get pretty sick. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had friends that said, you're going to the hospital whether you want to go or whether I dragged you there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they took us to the hospital. Um, I'm going to leave out the particular um, system that we went to. And I'm going to just call it the um, an organization mm-hmm. or a system okay. or a healthcare facility. Okay. I'm going to be generic about some purpose, yeah. and I'll explain why during the during this thing. Okay. So <clears throat> we we went in. Um, we all, my wife, my daughter, and I, mm-hmm. we all went in. We all have been around each other, so we're pretty sure we all had it. Yeah. One thing um, you didn't mention was your daughter. It, yeah, was, my, my daughter was there along with us. It's my wife, my daughter, and I. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went in. We were sitting in the, in there. We were, we were pretty weak and tired at this time. So we sat, we waited, we got checked in, took a little while. They stuck us in the far end of the waiting room so we wouldn't be around other people. Joel, can you set this up a little bit more? Pretty weak? Because yeah, I think like, those around you have never seen you that weak. Uh, yeah, like I would get up and like I was so weak from this yeah. that I would... Uh, um, I remember um, getting up in the middle of the night on the second day mm-hmm. and I went to go get water mm-hmm. and I made it to my couch I fell. I, I sat down and I fell asleep for four hours. Didn't even realize it. Didn't mean to. And um, and then I woke up and I was asleep on the couch. Um, and then I got up and got my water. But it did. It, it for the first little bit of this, I could barely make it to the bathroom and back, or to the water and back. I didn't eat for the first three days. I couldn't. I couldn't keep any. I mean, like my so sick. Couldn't keep anything down. Well, I, I, I wasn't throwing up. Mm. Um, I, I had bad diarrhea and stuff, but I mean, I, but you just weren't hungry. I or? just wasn't hungry because my, I was nauseous. Nauseous. Did um, you lose your taste at all? Uh, yep. I lost my taste. I couldn't even smell Vicks. I, <laughs> I had Vicks up my nose. I couldn't smell it. That's it was pretty bad. Strong. Yeah. 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 So, um, I, it took a while to nurse that back and I'll kind of get to that in a minute. I want to focus on the, we're focusing on not what my, what my issues were specifically, yeah. but about mainly about the healthcare piece here. And I because want it sets to... the stage for a loved one for you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And well, amongst others too. Mm-hmm. So, um, the, we, we went to this healthcare system 
And uh, we checked in and we, we waited a little bit and they finally brought us back in. Mm-hmm. They, they took my temperature first and my vitals. Found out I had a I had a fever, so they gave me some Tylenol right there on the spot. Mm-hmm. First treatment I got from, from the healthcare system. Here's some Tylenol to break your fever. Cool. Tylenol. Sweet. Okay. Because um, their first they, tell was not enough. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. But um, so we went in and... Um, the my wife was in the room, so we swapped out once they took my vitals. Mm-hmm. And oh yeah, they also took my COVID test, which they weren't going to shove the thing up my nose, so I did it myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went got through that, um, and they put that in, and then they they did they did my wife's vitals, and then swapped my my daughter out. And we were just about done with that when they decided to come take us back to the room. Weighed my daughter, took us back, and put us all in the exact same room. Um, I sat in the chair. My wife was up on the bed because she isn't doing well either. She's she does she presents herself better because she's been sick for so long. My wife has lupus and fibromyalgia. For those who don't know, to watch the show, so she has an autoimmune disease. It's a serious issue for her to get COVID. <clears throat> I put her on the bed. My, my they're hanging out. They came in. Um, they talked to us. Asked the same question probably thirty times. I mean, every time we saw somebody, exact same question. When did you get it? How are you feeling? What symptoms do you have? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's like they don't look at their own notes. Um, so we went through, we answered the questions again and again and again. Um, and then they finally took my daughter's um, a test, COVID test, but she wasn't showing any symptoms at all at this point. We just wanted her tested to see if she even had it. So um, at this point, we, uh, we, she was really hungry. Um, we, she was fidgety and stuff. So, the person that gave us a ride out there, we had, well, we had my um, my daughter go out and hang out with them out there, and they we said, you know, you guys can just if she has no symptoms, she's fine, just you know, discharge her, and they didn't do anything except for just take the COVID test. <clears throat> no big deal. So because she had, didn't have yeah, I mean, she didn't have the symptoms. She had yeah. the diagnosis at the time though. Um, they my, they gave me something. So my feet were starting to break. So I was starting to sweat real bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the PA looked at me and goes, "Man, you don't look good. Um, I want to give you told me I want to give you a chest X ray. I want to take some blood. I want to take an EKG. You know, and, she, and my wife was looking fine because she just she didn't have a fever at the time. So they sat her to the side and sucked me on the bed. Um, and they, you know, they're running through the tests and, and everything. They brought my, during that time though, they, um, they brought my, um, my wife and daughter. No, I'm sorry. When I walked my daughter out to drop her off during that time is when they brought the paperwork back for my wife and daughter and they are discharging both of them. Hmm. They hadn't done anything. My wife, I mean, they, other than listen to her lungs for like two, maybe about 30 seconds, mm-hmm. didn't do anything else for her, didn't even prescribe her something. Mm-hmm. So they, they had given her the paperwork, and then I had swapped out and was getting my test at that point. And she's reading through the paperwork. She goes, it says in here that they treated us with an inhaler on both my daughter and her. They didn't do any treatments for her, but they put in there that they uh, treat you were treated with an inhaler today. You were treated with an inhaler from both my da- wife and daughter. And we're like, oh, hell no. There, there was no treatments done at all. And so, the um, which my wife, is, I think uh, our producer's putting it up right now so you can see it. My wife was pissed. She's like, I have lupus. There are treatments out there. We knew that there are treatments because we've done our research well before because what we do for our show. And and we know that there's treatments out there. And they, had, they didn't even offer any to her. We went in there to seek medical care so we can get better. And so... Um, Eventually, I, I, I demanded that the PA come back in and talk to us because they did just discharge my wife and my daughter without even telling us or anything or doing anything. I wasn't so worried about my daughter. I was worried about my wife. And so finally, the PA comes back in and they are um, we're like, hey, you discharged my wife and my, my daughter and my wife and you didn't do any treatments. But yet it says on here you gave them an inhaler. What's that about? And why aren't you treating my wife? She has lupus and there are treatments. For example, the monoclonal antibodies, which is a which is specifically designed to inject antibodies that are focused on COVID. Those antibodies are specifically designed to focus on COVID. It is the best treatment on the market for somebody, and it is recommended for anybody who has an autoimmune disease, they should be getting those treatments, period. <clears throat> so I said, well, why, it, why aren't you giving us these treatments? Why aren't you offering it to me? And um, they're like, oh, well, we... Um, we don't do that here in the ER. She's like, I work at another clinic where they do that. And I, and those other clinics, there's one out in like Hood River that does it, but we, we don't do that here. 
And I'm like, well, you need to figure out something. Give us a referral to them or something. I don't Did know. Ever answer why they wrote an inhaler was given? Oh, and she, she she tried to say that was a mistake. She's like, oh, that was on a previous one. And that was a mistake. Every new note is new. You you don't. There's no previous note to put on there. They just put that in there because what we what we've learned since then is that it, if you come in and you get diagnosed with P, yeah, with PT, with um COVID. They get paid to do treatments for you from the government, so they need to make sure that they put a tre- that they actually treated you for it. Here's a treatment they received because they get money for that. Mm-hmm. It's a money thing, mm-hmm. and it's I believe it's their policy to make sure there's always a treatment put in there that's done, and they are supposed to probably do the treatment. They just didn't do it. Um, so that's so it was going to be done. No, they, they, were, they were discharging them. They should have had already been done. They, it's it's uh-huh. actually malpractice. You can't put a note that you did a treatment for somebody in their records, especially in the even discharge paper, what doesn't matter what it is, in their records, you can't put that in there that you did a treatment for somebody when you didn't. That's malpractice. Well, not only. It's it's unethical. It's unethical, but it's, unethical. it's, it's malpractice. Yes, absolutely. It's, it's claiming you did a treatment yeah, you did not that you do. you never do. Yeah, and yeah. the second part is it's when that treatment's being claimed to be done, that means that they're charging for it, whether mm-hmm. they're so for COVID, from what I understand, there's a lot of money coming in for COVID from the federal government and the state governments. Mm-hmm. And so these healthcare systems can submit these treatments and get money from them, from, and it's submitted through Medicare. Mm-hmm. Whether you have Medicare or not, it's, it's submitted through them. Yeah. So um, we, we have our own insurance, of course, so we don't have to have Medicare. It's just what they, were doing, what they do to submit it. So they're actually committing insurance fraud. Whether it went through our insurance or through Medicare, it's still insurance fraud. So that's two things right there. Boom. Two, insurance fraud and med, uh, and um, and mal, malpractice. So um, that's just that by itself. Then um, while talking to the PA and uh, demanding these treatments information, they saw we were pretty upset. So they eventually came back in with a new discharge paperwork for my wife that had removed that treatment suddenly. So we actually have evidence of the before and after we were missing. Um, and it, they had actually... Uh, go oh surprisingly we do have a a uh, a clinic that does the monoclonal antibodies. Here's a referral for it, but don't they don't call them because we don't have a number for them. They'll call you and set up an appointment. So you can't even reach out to these people to get this the the Regen Co treatment. They have to call you. Don't call us. We'll call you type of type of treatment. So like okay, well we can't do much about it, and so. They um they gave us information. My tests all came back clear. I didn't have anything in my chest. I had I had COVID, but none of my stuff was way way out of whack or anything. So they discharged me and sent me home with her, both her and I in our in our treatment plan to get to get a this this Regen Co. Now you're supposed to get it within ten days of symptoms. So it means they had from um, Sunday when we when we first identified that we had COVID symptoms. Up until, which I believe was like Tuesday, Wednesday, the following week to get it done. And we were there on a Thursday. So they had Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and then Wednesday possibly might have been the day. I forget the day. So they had all these days to get my wife in there. We get a call on Saturday from them thinking, okay, cool, cool. We're getting our appointments. We can go in and get our treatments. Oh, we're sorry. We, we don't, we can't get you in in time. Good luck. I said, oh, hell no. And so at that point, I uh, I was pretty pissed. My wife needs her treatment, so we um we I said uh, that's not acceptable. I said you're going you're going to get us in there because one I have evidence of malpractice. Two I have evidence of um, that could be turned in easily for insurance fraud. And third, uh, I have a media show, and I I'm an elected official. I will call every media person that I know will answer the phone. And I will tell my story, what I'm telling you guys right now. But in this case, I will insert that certain uh, organization's name in there. Like, if they hadn't, uh, if they hadn't done certain things, I would be currently telling you who it is. But because they have, we we we're 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 uh, honoring your word. We're honoring our word. We're not saying who it is. Yeah. So, but the thing is, this is not just one system. This is all the systems are running the same thing. They're having, a, they're doing the exact same things. Now, um, so basically, so I start on Saturday. Uh, yeah, um, she said she had to talk to her supervisor. I get a call back from her supervisor later on that day. Same BS bullshit. Oh, well, we, we can't get you in there, the dates and times, and et cetera, et cetera. I said, no. Here, and I went through this, this spiel again. To which I you said, told that, yeah. I said, this is what I'm going to do if you don't get this fixed now. Hmm. And right, and so we, uh, they like, well, 
the, the we, we, we push everything out. We You're going to get a call from pay, uh, call patient services on we Monday. pushed everything out. Like they, they pushed messages out okay. to people. Okay. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> and it's like call patient services Monday morning. And that's, that's the first thing they open. And they'll see what they can do for you. Oh, so now you're to call. I, you know, I'm to call. Okay. So, and basically. No longer don't call us, we'll call you. You yeah, have to call yeah, them. Yeah, I, I have to call them uh, gotcha. on patients, okay. patient services, which basically, yeah. that's a slough off for them. That's yeah. what that is. Yeah. So, um, I call patient services and I they didn't answer, so I, I left a message. And I was very clear. I said, and I'm going to I'm gonna give a summary of what that the message was. Basically, if you don't get my, I don't care about me, but if you don't get my wife in, I'm going to sue you for malpractice. I'm going to report you for insurance fraud, and I'm going to call every media station that I can get my hands on, and they will answer and tell them the story. And you're going to deal with the media frenzy about about how you guys treat people when it comes down to COVID, and how a lot of it's a big sham with comorbid diagnosis. Exactly. Yeah. Well, especially people that fit for this treatment yeah. and, and your your, your yeah. failures. Yeah. Basically, um, that's a, that's a gist of it. Mm-hmm. So um, I. Uh, we're going through, and I, I finally get a call back from the from the um, from the patient services a little on while Monday? later. Monday, 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 later, later, a little while later. Mm-hmm. Um, and I talked to two of them. I actually got called back from two different people. Oh, told them the exact same story again. And I said, I'm being, I'm being, I was being very nice. I was being very professional, mm-hmm. but I was being very straightforward with them. And I said, all I want is you get my wife treated. You get her the you get her the red uh, the regex cove treatments, and I'm going to drop the whole thing. And so, um, and that's, uh, to, I start talking to next, I, t- I got pushed to the director, um, the doctor in charge of the program for reject, rejects cove or whatever it's called region cove and, um, rejects cove, rejects, <laughs> no region cove and, uh, who's given the, the treatments and everything. Yeah. He tried twice to talk me out of it and tried once to talk my wife out of it. Talk I, you out of getting that. Yeah. And I'm like, no, it's the best treatment for my wife. Look at your look. You know this. Look at look at your data itself if you have to. What, what did he use in, to talk to you? He's, out he's, or he's, he's, he's trying to say, well, I'm not sure if it's within the right time. Are you sure those are symptom times? Are you sure those are symptoms? And he asked me about 15 times. I said, yes, I know where my symptom times are. Uh, well, I'm a, I'm afraid that if it's outside that time, we're going to make it worse. Do no harm. Like we're going we're gonna, to it's going to make you make it worse for your wife if you, if if you're wrong about your time. I'm like, I know the time. Goes, can I talk to your wife? I said, sure. I let, I let him talk to her. He tried the same thing with her, and she says, No. Here's the dates. Get me in. It's interesting. And I told him. I said, I told him one last time. He goes, I, said, I don't care about the the lawsuits or or the media. I said, Uh huh. <laughs> sure you don't. <laughs> but guess what? Suddenly, out of nowhere, where they didn't have the time or the capability or anything else. That was a microaggression right there. By yeah. Way. Um. And they. When they're like, suddenly, we can't get it. We don't have the staff. There's no way for us to get them in. Anything else? Suddenly, out of nowhere, they pop up an appointment that next day to get my wife in and get her treatment. Oh, they popped it up? Oh, suddenly, it was one available at one thirty. So my wife... They're like, let me hurry up and get her in. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, this they, man's they, crazy. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 got, they got her in. Yeah. She got her treatment. Let me ask you this real fast. Okay. I've been thinking during this whole... I've heard this story before, but I was thinking during this time, is your background as a medic, yeah, did that I, help out a lot in I, advocating well, for your wife? Kind of. I mean, I, I said, I, I said, I, I've taken, I said, I've taken, uh, well, in school, mm-hmm. I've taken some, uh, some law when it comes down to around, yeah. around the medical field. Plus you get, you have to take certain things when you're in the military to understand a little bit of law around it and HIPAA and things like that. Yes. But yeah, I was, as a medic in the military, understanding the medical system Absolutely. and way back in the day, I worked for this healthcare system. Okay. So I understand a little bit about them as well, gotcha. but I only worked for a short period of time. And again, I'm not going to say who, right. Um, but yeah, it's. You know, that's they in the end, they end up caving, gave, gave my wife the Tuesday. Treatment, and that's why I'm not talking about the name. OK, so they got her in. So explain a little bit more. About OK, that. so she went down there. Basically, it's in a it's in a parking lot back behind a building. And she pulls up and I wasn't there. Some it was, guy named a, Joe a, came out. A, a friend, a friend, yeah. a friend of hers drove her down there. Right. I drove her down there because uh-huh. um, I'm still pretty weak and should be driving at the time. Right. And um, so she goes and she's in the back of a building. And they uh, they come out and they talk to her and they they give her a shot in each arm and a shot in uh, both sides of her belly and it's like it's thick yeah it's like this thick stuff mm-hmm. and they keep her there for an hour checking her every ten minutes she mm-hmm. says the um, they told her when they were there that that she's like the literally the best candidate. 
for that treatment. Like people with autoimmune diseases, people that have compromised immune systems. Back it up. They told her she's the best candidate. She's one of the best candidates for that treatment. So what is the disconnect between what you were told Monday to be talked out of it to be told now that she's a, the best candidate? That's a damn good that's question. Incongruent. Yeah. And best. so I have a few I have a few theories I'm going to get to in a minute. Okay. I just want to make sure the story's out okay. there first. Sorry. No, 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 no <laughs> worries. But yeah, you, you, you're sporting online along, along the line there that I want to talk about. Mm -hmm. So um, she... Uh, she she gets her treatment and everything. They told her you're the best candidate for people with your type of condition. This is what Re Regen's Cove is designed for. Regen Cove is not designed for people that have a normal immune system um, or have the vaccine. It's designed for people that don't have the vaccine and that that have a, usually a more compromised immune system or something, or they're struggling more with it. It's designed for that. Listen now, to this. The, the 10 day period that they were talking about, mm -hmm. that is a federal government put on there. That is not a medication designer limitation. That is what the federal government put on there as their restrictions and their guidelines. So that's that's where that problem comes in. Now granted, I will say Regen Cove is still technically a an expert in a, the um, provisional um, a permission from the FDA. Um, but I mean, the reason why- Is that, that a reluctance about maybe making this known? The, re the reason why that's different, the difference is uh, versus like, you know, the vaccines that have had the provisional licenses and stuff. Regen Cove is nothing more than simply just the antibodies. Gotcha. It's antibodies. Gotcha. Gotcha. It's simply it's yeah. antibodies that were designed that that are fight those. Gotcha. Whereas where the there the uh, vaccine is not, and it's a much different type of thing altogether. Like mm. we're talking nine day. Mm. So <clears throat> that's that's the difference between my position on there gotcha. and why I'm like okay. I'm willing to consider this one over the other because it's literally, it's just antibodies that are extracted and then reproduced. Gotcha. Um, so she got the, she got those. Um, I think she started to already start to do a little bit better from it. Mm. Um, but uh, it's just, just got them yesterday. So we're still waiting. Um, the, it is absolutely ridiculous. The fact that we had to go through that far um, and that, we believe that the reason, the only reason why we've had to fight so hard for it and why they, they didn't give us other treatment, like e even just to get nausea meds yeah. or, or cough meds, sure. I had to fight for those. Before you go there, because mm -hmm. I know you're going to, this is, you guys are going to want to hold on to this um, and stay tuned with us. Because yes. I think um, I tried to break my way. Yes, but that's okay. You know what? We're going to have to go to break for a little bit because we want to give our sponsors a chance to um, be seen. And we want to thank our sponsors as well. I think yes, they are. Yes. We, we, they missed out last week. Sorry, sponsors. Yeah. Um, but we'll, we'll, we're getting you out here in just a minute here. So. so we're going to get you out. Watch this video. Please come back because um, you already have received so much information and there's much more to come. Oh, we there's love so you. much more to come. Right? Right? Yes, exactly. So we'll see you in, in about five minutes. Five minutes. something that's in your way that's telling you you can't do it look for a way that you can do it um, a good example in my life would be um, with my illness I have lupus which is a pretty severe illness it could mean a lot of things it could be fatal I've been told my whole life I can't do things when I was a kid they told me I would never make it to my teenage years once I made it to my teenage years they told me I wouldn't make it out of my teenage years without being in a wheelchair permanently as an adult, I was told that I'm lucky to be alive, I'm lucky to be walking. I'm still walking with the cane, but I'm still walking. 
I found ways to show the world that even though you're telling me I can't do this, I'm gonna show you that I can. A lot of people would say that somebody in my position, in my condition, wouldn't be able to do work, which I don't work in a job that pays me, but I am a president of a nonprofit organization. I work every day. I found ways to take what I'm told I can't do and turn it into, I'm gonna show you that I can. And I think that's something super cool um, that I've been able to do because I had the right support system in my life. I have God as my foundation who's always been there to be my cheerleader basically. Um, and I found the right people to surround myself with. People that will support me in everything I do. They um, cheer me on and they don't wrap my life in negative. They wrap my life in positive. And the more positivity you have around you, the more love you have around you, the more you can do. If you think of your world as a big obstacle, then it's gonna be a big obstacle. If you think of your world as open doors, then there will be open doors. It's all about what you perceive it as and what you're gonna look at it as. And that's, I think the most important thing is that you can change your world with your perception of it. You can change how you react to things and that's that. Thanks for taking a minute. We'll see you next time. We are talking about um, COVID, but we have a personal story that we're sharing. So I'm glad you're joining us. If you're joining us, um, actually on break, and we want to thank Whitney Signs as well as yes, Hitch Hitch Post. Pizza oh, yeah. for sponsoring us. We love you guys, local businesses. You want yes. to check them out. Dude, go down, go on down there. Um, Grab, grab a slice. Uh, you can't. I don't think you grab a slice. You Not at Whitney Signs. No, yeah, they don't sell they, pizza there. Yeah, they, they, you can get a slice of a sign. But there's no. a scary guy there. <laughs> you see, which you laughed at. They sent you that little, the yeah. spooky walk. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they 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 moved that. But yeah. Oh shoot. Uh, it's, it's all it's all it's all broken down these days. But <sighs> if you head down to Hitchin Post, yeah, they have some of the best pizza. But they also yes. have one called the Dill Pickle Pizza. I haven't tried it myself. I'm too scared to try it. But I want to try it one of these days, and it looks really good. Anything that that restaurant makes is great. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to convince me on the dill pickle thing, but <laughs> I think they're good. Well, what and, did you know? I'll give it a shot. They, and Whitney Signs. Oh, can, and can Whitney. They make awesome. They make my own personal sign, but I mean, well, you know. They I'm, actually helped us uh, to put like uh, this right here. Yes. It was printed by Whitney right Signs. Um, yep, our stickers. Yes. On our, and, and they um, do great work. Yeah. Um, they actually, the stickers on our that we use for our cups yeah. that you can order on our website. Yep. Um, they, they and they're good. That. They're well priced and good oh, service. Ex exactly, excellent good service. Stuff. And they have a mobile unit. They'll come right to you. I think you saw it in the in the commercial. I've actually experienced it. They have a mobile unit that comes right to you and does that business right on site. Yep. Yep. Definitely. Quality work. Exactly. Quality people. Um. So, uh, let's get back yes. into it. Um. So I, I want to hit yeah. a few questions that it, uh, some uh, some viewers have put in. Okay. Um. So, um. I, I just, I'm kind of reading through here real quick. Uh. Uh, let's see. Uh, it's scary. You can trust them. To, uh, yeah, it's scary. You can't trust them to treat you. It's. Uh, I'm going and trusting them to treat me the best they can. It is scary because you, you don't know. I mean, you, you hope that the people that are on the front line don't let the bureaucracy and politics get involved in it. But I think that's very much what caused 
our uh, us to be treated the way we were is yeah. is a, it was a bureaucratical and political bullshit. Right. And by the way, we don't want you to go out and not mis or to, and mistrust your hospitals. Yes, and we're not. We're not, we're not to that. promoting that. But this picture is a lot bigger than what you see. That's what we're uh, exactly. To. And the, the thing is that we want to make sure people understand is there is a bigger picture, and they are putting they're playing with people's lives in the process for their bureaucratical uh, bureaucratical political mm-hmm. and i believe it's a very heavily piece of it is a financial piece of it financial um, because the they they make a shit ton of money off all of the money and as i got a chance to see that from the inside a little bit i got a chance to see what they do by like i said putting false treatments on there why why else would you put a false treatment on a discharge paperwork other than something you can bill for later i i don't want to put all my stuff out there but I happen to deal daily in um, billing in, in, in the medical field. And if I put down a diagnosis, that's so, not someone's diagnosis. Somebody asked an important question. On here, that's pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. It says, what do you, what does this make you feel about the vaccine? Trust it less question mark. Um, so my thing with the vaccine is um, I, the vaccine has some, has, does have the capability for the people who are perfectly, perfectly healthy. Okay. We don't have any other issues. Um, who don't aren't worried about the side effects. And yes, there are serious side effects, and it has killed some people. You've experienced some side effects yourself. With that, if you if you're not worried about the side effects and you're more worried about COVID, the vaccine fits for you. But if you're worried about the side effects, the vaccine doesn't fit. I don't think. If you have an autoimmune disease, um, and your doctor's telling you not to get it, I don't think it fits for you. If you've already had COVID. You have natural immunity, stronger than the vaccine. The vaccine can actually do damage to your natural immunity. That's that, that was there were some uh, virologists out of Pfizer that were talking about that in some papers the other, uh, a while back. Got to look them up see if you can find them. But as far as the vaccine, I have no plans to get the vaccine. I've had COVID. I still don't plan to get the vaccine, at least not for a couple of years until they've worked out some of the issues in it. So, I mean, yourself, you've gotten the vaccine. If you were in the position now and you hadn't got the vaccine, what are your thoughts on getting the vaccine? Hearing my story, and by the way, just a quick note, I believe a lot of the reasons why they treated us the way they did is because we are unvaccinated. Hmm. We and, there, and that's it's not just because oh I'm conspiracy theory. That's the reason why hmm. we have other friends hmm. who have tried to get treatment over and over again, um, and one of them just now got put into the hospital because they refused to treat him in anything they could potentially treat him with. And he qualifies, including his wife, qualifies, and they fit perfectly for the monoclonal antibodies. They were never offered the monoclonal antibodies. They they had a fight just to get uh, nausea meds. Just to get nausea meds. They had a fight to get them. And they're unvaccinated. And now they're the point they're pushed into the hospital. The hospital has, and the doctors are not treating you when you have COVID, when they have the capability to treat you. They could easily offer you when you go in. They can go, okay, you're probably going to have trouble eating. You're gonna need some nausea meds. Here's a here's a good a good treatment of maybe ibuprofen or so a heavier case of of acetaminophen or something like that, so you can really break down that fever really solidly, or you know go get some over the counter meds for the breaking down your fever. Here's some cough meds and they have these little things pearls to try to give me. Didn't work well on me, but some people it might. Here's some cough meds. Here's some cough syrup you can get something to help you relieve that cough piece. They could offer that to you treating the symptoms, or they can go. Hey, if you have an autoimmune disease or, you know, you're still really early on, but you know, it's affecting you pretty solidly, why don't we get you scheduled to go get the Regen code? Because that is antibodies that are specifically targeted for COVID. Joel, <clears throat> state that question again. What was that question again? The question that I asked you specifically, if you had not gotten the vaccine, would you get it at this point? Based upon everything you've heard. <laughs> that question is very nuanced. Mm-hmm. As you just pointed out, mm-hmm. you, you pointed it out at length. Um, that's kind of a hard question to ask, it is um, and it's kind of a hard question to answer. Yeah, and that's fine. You, I'm not. I'm not trying to get you to answer it now. Yeah. It's, you, you, you're there, but yeah. it's it's something that to consider, to think about, mm-hmm. and that's what I want our audience to do. Is really that's why you want yeah. to ask you. Yeah, is that I want our audience to think about it, hearing the things you hear, the struggles we have. Mm-hmm. But also at the same time, knowing the risk that they come along, and there are risks that come along with getting that, that vaccine, but 
your the risk might and the benefits might outweigh. You have to make a decision. That's only for you and your doctor. Yeah. So with all that information, it's not an easy decision. It's a hard. I think we in the U.S. of A. have never had to make a decision like this, and everyone has to. And it's really and it, well. The problem is it should be. Ones. It shouldn't be that way. It should be okay. You we uh, the healthcare system should still treat you the same whether you are vaccinated or not. And that there are treatments that those doctors can do. The minute you call up and if I'm the doctor, you call me up and say, hey, and I, I'm, not, I'm not even a trained there doctor. There are some people who are cold hearted, Joel, uh-huh. that will say, if you didn't get the vaccination, then what are you complaining about? In other words, you didn't get the vaccination. Um, you had to jump through hoops to get what you needed. Um, it's kind of served you right for not getting vaccinated. Okay. Well, if you get, um, let's just say, let's just say you're that person, right? Well, I'm not that person. I'm just saying. Let's. I'm just saying. Let's, let's, don't want to get punched on screen. Yeah, I'm not going to punch you on screen. Let's just say you're that person. Yeah. And I say to you, well, let's say you get the plague suddenly, mm. and you're dying from the plague. Oh well, you should take take drink some water and and take some ibuprofen because you didn't get the, there is a vaccine for the plague, um, to help you stop with that. But you didn't take it. So. Good luck to you. Well, you can't punish somebody because they make a medical decision not to get something. Now you're adding. So let me let me go back to that. Now let's add your loved one in there. Your wife, she cannot take the vaccination. Exactly. There, she can't take it. She can't. She can't. Take it. It's contraindicated so, for because she has an autoimmune disease. Yes. So that would be not only a cold-hearted thing to say. Well, yeah. Of but course. it's an intellectually dishonest thing to say. It's also too. a shitty thing to do. It is a shit. Well, shitty. Thing. I mean, we're shitty. It's a shitty thing to say and do. Yeah. But so, the point the point is, the intellectually part of it is, you can't, in a healthcare system, you can't punish somebody for those type of choices, mm-hmm. okay, because they choose not to do something. Now, if I choose to go out and do a bunch of heavy so, drugs yeah, yeah. and drink and run and d- cliff dive without a parachute or something like that or whatever else, and I end up in the hospital, yeah, that's something I chose to do stupid stuff. It's but it still should be, and I heard exactly. this, it still should be cared for. You should still, we don't discriminate hold on, because exactly. of stupidity. I'm saying, <laughs> but if someone did that, they're still going to be treated. Uh-huh. It's like they're still going to be treated. Yeah. It shouldn't, and it, they're, they're not going to treat it's me different. You know, true. And a lot of, uh, we've actually had people when I worked in this particular system and I worked in the ER, mm-hmm. we treated people that did a lot of stupid stuff. They drank and drove, got in car accidents. But they still they, have a they, right to a and I we treated we care. treated them the same as anyone yes, else. Absolutely, we had we had no absolutely. difference. Absolutely, we didn't try to make differences. And that's the thing is just because, because they politicized it and made it so bad. Yeah, that means because you've chosen not to get something that you're concerned with. Yeah, or you can't get. Mm-hmm. They have made it so they're not even offering you the basic care medicines. Okay. That is malpractice in itself. Mm-hmm. If you call up a doctor and say you have COVID and they don't at least offer you some cough medicine okay. and some antimicrobial. But could this be a result of what we talked about with the police? The morale's down, they're overcrowded, you know, you read statistics like it, that. There's, 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 there's no morale thing you can give me that says that they can't make a simple script to give you some basic meds to start with. True. When we called up, the first thing they should have did is said, Oh, okay, let me give you some basic cough meds and let me get you some uh let me get you some basic nausea meds because you know that's a common thing amongst people with COVID. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Here's may, here's some recommendations: drink these type of fluids. You know, drink this type of med, uh, uh, this type of liquid. And if it gets worse, give us a call back and we'll see if there's a, a stage two care we can do. Right. So they did talk uh, after pushing our regular doctor a little bit. Mm-hmm. They mentioned Regenco, um, and that the only way to get it is to go to the ER down and uh, down into this through the provider we're talking about, which is separate from the one we want to solve. They, they, they constantly pushing you to the ER. You want to know why we have full ERs or ERs that are dealing with COVID a lot. You want to know why we have beds and stuff dealing with COVID because they refuse to treat you until, or they push you instead of treating you, they push you to the ER. Everybody's being pushed to the ER rather than the doctors doing their jobs and treating the symptoms at their face where they can trying to do their actual job and treat them. It wouldn't be that hard. They could have done a five-minute interview with us over the phone and prescribed us some maybe it's basic meds to get us started yeah. that we got from the ER. Very true. Because okay. they did push you to the ER, didn't they? Exactly. Yeah. And then and then from there, they they don't want to treat you with anything in the ER. In order, we, we, got, we did get nausea meds and we got some cough meds. You know why? Because mm. I said, you're going to give me nausea meds and cough meds. Mm. I said, you're going to treat me. And I pushed 
And I basically didn't give them an option. And they finally wrote the script for us. But otherwise, they would have kicked us out without doing a damn thing for us. That's very And true. this markdown that they that they supposedly did treatments for us with an inhaler. Yeah. No. So the um, we uh, so that's the reason why things are so bad is because they are they are not treating you until you get bad enough where you have to go there. So because you're in political office, and um, some out there think that you're being a little bit dismissive about the disease or the sickness of COVID or maybe playing that down uh, a little bit. Is COVID a real thing? Damn straight it is. COVID is, COVID kicks the crap out of you. It is like a a flu on steroids and it can can have the same effects of it. It's basically, think of like a really bad flu, but like added steroids to it where you have extreme exhaustion, you're coughing, you're sick, hard, hard to eat. All those same symptoms were there. They just were like tenfold. And then you have the issue where you can get a pneumonia from it, which is the concern that we have for my wife um, and why we, we got this up to fight it. Yeah. So that's basically what it is. It's like it's flu on steroids. So yeah. um, uh, we're, we're kind of, we're brothers on screen and off screen. And during that time, it was really hard to even hear you over the phone because and 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 brandy mm. over the phone because you could not get through a sentence without coughing exactly it was really bad so um mm-hmm. so i'm checking so yeah um the reason why i'm asking that because i want to go back because you said you know it, you you feel like it they made it a little bit more difficult more hoops for you to jump through based on a bias Exactly. And so one of the person asked on you know, one of the questions from our viewers, mm-hmm. uh, what would you do differently when you went in or would you even go in if you knew you, you would be treated, uh, how you'd be treated? I would still go in because that is what got me the referral to get my wife treated. We're telling you, well, and we need, we need to make this very clear. Go in. Go in. You exactly. know, go in. Because, and I'm going to say this. When I heard, well, when friends called you or family or whoever they were called you and said, you need to go in. Mm-hmm. They were just as scared um, for you, and they had their thoughts about it too. Exactly, but and they were like, "You need to go in." Go in. I'm not. I'm not saying don't go in. I don't want to be very clear. I'm not Please. telling people not to go in. Yeah, I'm saying go, go in, in and get and treated. Advocate, but but exactly, go in exactly. and advocate. Advocate and don't take anything less. Yes. than the treatment that you're expected to get. Doctors work for you. You exactly. don't work for them. You demand that they give you that they give you nausea meds. You demand they give you cough meds. Yeah. You demand that they give you the treatment that you expect to be given. Yeah. Don't let them. And don't waste don't don't wait when you need to go in. Go in and get it go done in. early. Right? As you can see that there's certain treatment timelines that they're trying to they're trying to stop treating you because the federal government gave them that out. Go in right away. Get yep. your get your stuff. If you can if you can't get your your primary care doctor to do it, then go into the ER. Screw the numbers. I don't really care about that. They're doing it to themselves. And if you have an autoimmune disease and you're going in and you're sick, make sure to advocate like Joel had to for his wife. You have to advocate. You, you for can't. Yourself. You can't take no for an answer. You can't take the no. demand that they give it to you. Yes. And if they refuse to do it, whip out your cell phone. Hey. Whip out your cell phone. Become a caring Say, hey, Kevin. So you're Whatever telling you me to that, do. Say you're yeah. telling me that this, and yeah. you get them on there. Yep. It says not to record inside of the rooms. Oh, well. But screw it. You do. You're not there. Your life is you don't want to care about anyone else. Yeah. You're there for you. Yep. And you don't want to put yourself at risk. Mm-hmm. Get the care you and demanded it that you get that care. How much Whether frustration? Whether you're vaccinated or not. How much frustration care. was it for you to just do this? I mean, I mean, you, I was frustrated. You were because, sick on top of this. Well, yeah. But. I was sick, but uh, it, it shouldn't have taken like 10 to 12 phone calls and threats to get my wife to get the treatment that she was actually in her care plan. It was in her care, <laughs> her plan. care plan. That changed. That morphed. That changed. And they never technically the changed. The inhaler fiasco. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm saying her yeah. care plan that they put oh, in there. Oh, that's true. That never changed. That as far as her getting that treatment? That never changed. Yeah. That never changed. They said that she was outside the scope of it. They're, they're, they're trying to find a way yeah. not to treat her. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's the biggest issue. Our our system is broken not because they're actually being overwhelmed the way that they think they are. It's because they're doing it to themselves. They're refusing to treat until you have to go there. And then, then when you get there, they don't want to treat you until you're so bad they have to admit you. They have ways to treat you. They're just not doing it. As simple as it is. I don't have any pity on our healthcare system 
at this time. Now that I know what's going on and I've seen it, and I've seen the fight that they put up against it, I don't have care. Now, the people that are not being bureaucratic and they're just trying to treat and they're getting crushed under the bureaucracy right. because – Now, those people I feel sorry for. Less. The, the yes. frontline workers who have nothing to do with the bureaucracy and they're following the policies that are put down from the higher-ups. That's where the, that, that's well, a lot of what it let's is. Let's break they're it down. Policies. There's some people – this is the only – they have to eat just like anybody else. Exactly. So they – you know, we, we don't really – yeah, I, I'm glad you put that disclaimer. Uh, in well, I want to be very clear. Yeah, there there are people. Not everybody's involved in the conspiracy top to bottom. Yeah, there are people out there that are that are have malintent. But most of the people out there are following the procedures and policies that are put ahead of them, mm -hmm. and they're being crushed under the people being shoved to their yes. shoved to the uh, to the ER. Even down to sometimes compromise. And, and it's a failure. It's a failure yeah. at the primary care level. Yeah. It is the failure at the primary care level yeah. to do the actual treatments to get these people treated to the point where they don't need to go to the ER. Okay. They could solve a lot of that by simply giving them the treatments ahead of time, okay. treating the symptoms. Mm -hmm. But there shouldn't have to be a fight for it. Mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, I think the vaccinated, unvaccinated box should be taken completely out of the case. They shouldn't know if you're vaccinated or not. It shouldn't matter. I actually agree with you on that one. And, and I was that, that has become yeah. – that is – that is that has become a, that has become more of an issue than race. And I've always just said, "Whoa, there, whoa!" Say that again. That has become more of an issue than race. I think so. You, vaccinated versus in the healthcare system. You know why? Because we're talking about the human race. Exactly. So it's a bigger it's a bigger issue. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, people freak out about race, but they they're not seeing that the, that there is this there's the same type of uh, um, I'm going to use the word racism racism here, but in because of lack of a better word, but it's discrimination. Biasness, discrimination. Bi yeah. 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 And understand there's the same type of approach that is happening versus vaccinated versus unvaccinated and yeah. how you're treated in the healthcare system. And there's no reason at all why this should ever happen. Just today, by the way, um, yesterday you guys heard about Pfizer uh, introducing um, a shot for the four-year-olds to the 11-year-olds. There is no way in hell my daughter will ever get that. Even after having... Yep, you go through what you want. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I I know enough about it that I don't. I myself, this is my choice. Mm -hmm. Everybody needs to make their own choice and talk mm -hmm. to their own doctors. Mm -hmm. I don't trust it enough in knowing about. She's had COVID. She has autoimmune. Uh, she has a natural immunity now for quite a while. We caught it back originally back COVID back in the beginning of January 2020. Yeah. My my family had COVID. You were, um, and um, we haven't caught it until just now again. Yeah, I'm gonna stay in my lane. You're a medic, so you know more about an immune system and a child's immune system. But kids eat dirt, so you know. I drink out of the hose when I was a kid. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. It, and she has COVID now, and she's fine. She has COVID and had no symptoms. And no symptoms. My daughter's 11 years she, old. She may have got a cough once. Yeah, my daughter's on the other once. end of that Pfizer. So my daughter's 11 years old. I have the vaccine. People are going to me, Tony. How could you not? After you have the vaccine, and your wife has a vaccine. How can you not give your kid give your kid a chance at life? I said, Well, man, I didn't know it was that fatalistic. I mean, honestly, um, because this is the issue. Is this is the issue? I I am her parent. Mm -hmm. I don't know enough. I knew what my wife went through. I knew what I went through. I I cried when she got her tonsils taken out. That's when I cried. I cried because I saw my daughter lifeless on the bed. I've never seen her that way before. I'm sorry if it's my fear. I'm gonna. It, I'll call it my fear. But my daughter is not going to get that vaccine until it's been tested and tested and retested. Exactly. Exactly. It's just not going to happen. Exactly. I, will I get the vaccine? Maybe one day when it's been had a lot more time behind it. Yeah. You even said but, that. Yeah. You even I, said I, that. I'm, I'm open to getting it once it's had more time behind it. Yeah. But not right now. There's yeah. not enough time behind it. It's too. There's too many questions behind it. And just because they say it's FDA approved, they didn't do the longevity test. Brother, I real fast. I had a friend who bought an iPhone 12 right away. Mm -hmm. And I had a friend who didn't buy an iPhone 12 because he wanted to see them get all the glitches out before he bought an iPhone 12. If we can do that with an iPhone, we best do that with our health. Exactly. Much more important than a damn iPhone. <laughs> damn iPhone. And iPhones are good. <clears throat> the iPhones are crap. <laughs> he's still sick, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's not. Hey, he's not hey, sick, hey, by the way. Until I, until I receive a $100 million check from, my, from uh, Apple... Ain't no way in hell I'm saying an iPhone is better is, is anything. That's a whole nother show, it's brother. Crap. That's a whole nother show. I'll let you rap. rant on this one, but I'll <laughs> rant on that one. Okay. So, go ahead. so but um, I'm hoping people are getting the point we're saying here is that yeah. there there is there is an obvious and evidentiary discrimination from people who do or do not have the vaccine. Right. Um, demand that your doctors treat you. 
Don't take anything less than, than what you should be getting your treatment on. If you don't know what that is, you can see a lot of what the treatment protocols are by simply looking it up online. They give you a lot of basic treatment protocols for COVID. Demand your doctors do those minimal things. One more thing I have to say, I don't know, I don't like the fact that you as, your, as the husband, not that a woman can't speak for herself, but I don't like as you as the husband said, hey, I want my wife to get this treatment and the doctor had a concern about her getting that treatment said, let me speak to her and try the same thing well, with her. Uh, yeah, and I, I get that the doctor speaking. I get that too. The doctor speaking to the patient. I they get have that, to. But at the same time. But I don't know if HIPAA necessarily applies in this area. Yeah, in this case here, this was just him trying to talk her out of it. Yeah, and uh, she was she was not having that at all. Well, yeah, you know, Brandy, you're not going to talk her about <laughs> yeah. She knows what she needs for her health care, and she's going to get it done. And she's going to get it. Done. I just happen to be in a better position at this point to advocate and to push forward than she did. Yeah. Well, one of the things she did say too, um, and 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 people with autoimmune diseases, they live with pain every single day. Mm -hmm. So when you go into the hospital, I thought it was eye opening when she told me this. When you live with pain every single day, you might not look like you have the COVID. Uh, um, effects of the COVID because you're used to living with that pain. So I wonder if that's why she was discharged because she didn't look like she had it. Well, they actually said to, to my wife, you don't look sick, he does. And pointed to me. You don't oh, look sick, he does. You, and I so get, now we go off of that. No, I, well, <laughs> I can actually say it's not. Is that a medical it, school diagnosis? Actually, no, they actually, they actually do tell you. Oh. If a person looks, if, if you look at the vitals, look at the vitals, and if they, even if the vitals look normal, but that person looks sick. You should probably make sure you take a look and see what the hell's going on with it. So that's a triage. Uh, it, it, it's, it's 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 part of it. It's 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 not abnormal to do that. Okay. But you don't use that as your basis on everything. Right, right. You don't look sick. <laughs> like, well, you don't look sick. We're not going to treat you. Yes. No, you you because I don't do, get pale. Sorry. You you look you, you look you look at the you yeah. look and go. Oh, you have lupus and COVID. Yes. I should look go, at your I record. Sh I should be saying okay. Well, maybe I should do some basic checks on you. Well, why and, didn't they look at the record? Eventually, they did offer, like, we can do oh. a chest x-ray and everything for you. Okay. After we pushed them and 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 we demanded that they do something. Uh-huh. And we're like, well, she's she's like, I don't need a chest x-ray because I'm fine right now. But it should have been offered in the first place. Yes. These things should have been offered to me just because I have lupus. Yes. Just to make sure that you're just because I look fine doesn't mean that I'm not. If I see that you have lupus or any other... I would look at that and go, hmm, she's dealing with chronic so, pain already. Um, so anyways. We're coming to the end of our time here, and I, I want to make sure that we, we wrap it up again, that we, we, we say very clearly. Do we have to wrap it up? Yeah. Oh, well, we do because I'm getting tired, actually. Ah. Like, uh, I still have COVID. Well, like, bring I'm, Brandy I mean, on. I'm, I'm still, yeah, she's, <laughs> she, she's real tired, too. Yeah. But the, the point we're trying to get to is uh, no, there's a lot of true. questions we didn't get to. I'm sorry, guys. Um, I probably could read through a lot of these, but um, I just had a lot to say tonight, and um, let me just see. Uh, someone says, Let's hit one Google Dr. Peter McLeod. He talks about the fact that doctors will not treat. He treats it in, uh, he treats in Texas. Uh, so that's one option there. Um, Read another one. Uh, if I knew I could get proper help and they would go, and they would do the best to help, then no, then no, I wouldn't get vaccinated. I do worry about the side effects, but wor uh, worry more about giving it to somebody mm. um i want to be clear mm. and they said this again in the hospital if, if you get vaccinated you uh, you will still catch covid you will still transmit covid it does not stop that at all all the vaccination does is help us so if you do catch covid Suppress it the reduces sun. the symptoms a little yeah. bit so you, you're less likely to end up in like a ventilator or something yeah um so but don't think and don't be under the impression that um that if you get the vaccine, that you're not going to catch it or transmit it. You can do that just as much as anyone else. Uh, I have less chance of catching it again um, and transmitting it now that I have natural immunity. That's part of the effects of that. But it, I can still catch it and transmit it, even with my natural immunity, even if I don't get sick. You know, <clears throat> and, and, and guys, this is, let's not conflate vaccine or no vaccine with mask wearing. Because if you're sick, wear a mask. Yeah, I mean, if now, you can. I, I want to be clear. The the masks that are effective, especially if you're on somebody who you know who has COVID, mm -hmm. the N95 masks are effective against COVID. Okay. A cloth mask it, uh, technically is not effective. Because of the pores. Exactly. Now, if you have multiple layers on there and a filter and everything else and it's worn properly, you have a little bit of protection. But look at do them do this do the research yourself. Yeah. But the 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 COVID virus is smaller than a cloth mask. So 
If you if you can get your hands on an N95 mask, that's what I recommend. There you go. You heard the recommendation on Backwoods Brothers. An N95 mask. Yes, an N95 mask. So oh, we are not okay. anti-maskers, but when oh. you're sick, wear a mask. Yeah, okay. I mean if you can. All right, we 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 took our we took our quarantine serious. I mean, you, we don't want did. to. Get, yeah, exactly. We quarantined as soon as we suspected we had it. And yes, we said we say quarantine until. I couldn't even up. see you for two weeks, man. Yeah, I know. It's and that's so we took it seriously because we have common sense. Sense exactly, and that's the thing is that the, the people need people have it. People will do the right things. You just you don't need to be told and mandated. And the thing arguments that we've always made on the show are about the mandates. Mm-hmm. It's not about get the vaccine, not the vaccine. Vaccine's bad. Vaccine. We don't do any of that. It's, no, it's we're, the we're trying to say the mandates are wrong. There you, you have. You should it. never mandate somebody. Don't mandate them to wear the mask. Don't mandate them to have to stay home, and don't mandate them to have to to have to um, to get a vaccine. Those are the things. Did you hear that the federal government can't enforce their their vaccine requirement? Do you know that? That's why that you see businesses all over the place now lifting on it. Uh huh. They can't, and that and they, they recently put off in the White House that they're asking employers to find ways to make it work. Because they can't enforce it. They, that's why the, the OSHA hasn't even put out a regulation on it, because there's no regulation that would follow a law that they wouldn't get broken down in court in five minutes. Yes. You can't, it's illegal for the U.S. government to mandate that type of stuff. We could talk about this all night. Exactly. But we are at the end of our time. We do want to let you guys go, and I want to go get some sleep. Yeah. So. Uh, thank you guys so much for watching. Um, I'm sorry I did not get to all your comments. Um, we had a lot of good comments on here tonight. Wow. Um, Keep watching. Keep interacting. I think you see something. Uh, I just saw a little comment from Scott Kaiser, Mayor Scott Kaiser. Mayor. On um, says, mandate two men going on a date. <laughs> Speaking of Scott, we're, we're in a, I'm just going to roast him right here. Get on our show. Hey, get gonna, on our show. He's coming. When? Uh, he he is committed, and now that I'm putting he's it out here, he's committed. Oh. Now, committed to a mandate? The, no, he's committed to showing up on the show the day before Thanksgiving. <laughs> that I'm Mayor so Scott Kaiser. I think it's the 22nd. Yes, hold him to it. Nail him down. <laughs> Isn't this his first <coughs> full year of being a mayor? Uh, he made it to the yes. first full year. Scott Kaiser. Actually, it'd, it'd be January technically. January. Okay, well we're early. I like to celebrate early. <laughs> but he he won in November last year. So that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. We're glad to yeah. have you, man. So we're gonna have him on. We're gonna have him um, on the show the twenty second, right here. It's a good chance. We're looking forward to seeing you, man. And um, yes, we're locked it's gonna you be in. A great, it's gonna be a great one. And you've committed. Now it's publicly out there. Yeah, you have to be here. Yeah. So you're mandated to be here. <laughs> and he says, "I will be there." He's committed, and I just see it pop up in our comments. He says, "I will be there." Awesome. Nice. Okay. Well, awesome. guys, thank you so much for joining us tonight. And yes. Uh, we, we really appreciate everything. Don't forget Absolutely. to like, share, and subscribe. Call your friends. <coughs> he doesn't have COVID, guys. <laughs> I okay. do have COVID. <laughs> well, you're done with COVID. So anyways, yes, yes, yes. I'm getting over COVID. So we're so glad that you have joined <laughs> us. And we will see you next week. Next week, 7 p.m. So you're here. Please, please, please take a minute. Check out our merch. The link's right there up above us. Mm-hmm. Take a second. Check out the merch. Support the show. Share with your friends. Like, share, subscribe. Yes. We also have YouTube. You can spring out there. Take a minute to watch the show on there. 